Welcome to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we have, I'm excited to say, Walking Dead back with us tonight. I don't know, that was a deep moan before you came into it. It was like, uh, that makes one of us. <laughs> there it is, the deep bag already. He is alive and well, gentlemen. Um, yes, Walking Dead in season eight, episode one. Go ahead and do the credits here. Who was our director? Was this? Uh, Nicotero. Nicotero. You know, not necessarily, as we were saying beforehand, his standard episode. Yeah, no, not not the typical. Um, and, of course, Gimple wrote this one, is what I understand, yep. according to the t- Talking Dead afterwards. But mercy, that's what it's called. Yeah, but then it's mercy. Which, it says which please have mercy, mercy on in us one line of the entire episode, so I guess that's where they got it from. So so this was the, the big season eight, 100th episode, giant premiere. Did it feel that way when you got done watching it? No. I mean, it felt like I was still sleeping, and I woke up and had a beard. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have a lot of major... I didn't have any like major problems with this episode. Um, no. I thought it was a pretty... You know, Walking was... Dead Stand was pretty quality, pretty quality episode. Did it feel like some, like... Epic 100th season opening start to a war episode? Not really. Yeah, um, I think I, I think they did a lot of really good things with the episode, but it's almost like it needed to be an hour and fifteen to get a little bit more into the you know the I guess a more monumentous. I, I don't know how to explain it. I know what you're saying. A lot of people said the episode was really good, just not great. Yeah, like, I think, I, well, I think I a lot think, of people had the high expectation of the hundredth episode. Uh, see, I feel like Walking Dead hit its expectation exactly for me because once again, there are some things in there that just like forehead slappers. It's just like what, yeah. <laughs> what? But then other parts, it's like, oh, that was cool. That was unexpected. That yes. was well done. Like, oh, that played out, you know, a little more, you know, cool yeah. than I expected it Absolutely. to turn out. Absolutely. But then there's always just they just sprinkle in these just atrocious moments. I know, real head scratchers. I just yeah, I just. I, I, it makes me so angry that somebody's not just tapping them on the shoulder and like, hey, man, edit that out because that's yeah, a total uh, error. We, we misfired right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I know it. I, I, I know exactly what you feel like, and that's what I felt like. Um, I guess I was thinking – I tried not to go into the episode with huge expectations because it was the 100th episode, mm-hmm. but – you know, this is all out war. We did, we know, we did the whole prequel, which uh, had podcast. a lot of information that sprinkled into this episode, right? Yeah, which I mean, I swear, if y'all didn't catch the episode we did before this on the podcast, you will see that like most everything we've hit is like oh, on the uh, money almost. Let's not lowball us. We're hundred percent still. Like, we're keeping that as long as we can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway, um, bottom line is, last year, you know, this time everybody was chomping at the bit to find out who was getting the bat to the head. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that episode, I mean, like, I mean, think about it. All of us went to watch it live and then potted right after, and it was such a big deal. This one didn't carry that same kind of weight. Which, no, it didn't have any, like... It didn't have a cliffhanger. No. You know, in which and I get that. Um, it's almost like last year's would have been a better 100th episode. If you follow if what I'm saying, you know, I mean, of course, the 100th episode is also when Glenn died in the comic books, too. So, I mean, you know, it's like... Could have correlated a little better, but well, it is what it is, you know. I mean, also, I mean, we could have just killed one or two people and just made it. Like, I don't understand why you hold that in your back pocket for next. That was my biggest surprise. Of the episode was that we didn't have anybody die. Usually, when it's your monumental episodes, yeah. usually there is a death. You know, typically. And I won't. I don't want to get into our spoiler preview cast at all. But 
from the knowledge we gained from that episode from you, Zach, I was expecting in certain moments. Oh yeah. yeah. For something to happen, and I was, I was like, like "You're dead." Uh, I was like, "I was like, oh, you're dead." Oh, 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 wait, wait, oh, you made it. Oh, you're dead for sure. <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, now that we're here, when it didn't happen, I mean, like that was the anticipation I was getting. Not if I didn't have that going in, the episode would have been even lesser for me. I think. Uh, but see, that's me. Like I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about, yeah. and I was like. Do it! Do oh, it! Yes. Oh, yes. His face blown off. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as it happened, I was like, yes, this is going to be great. <laughs> I was like, ah. So, but you know what that tells me, though? That we're going to get that possibly the next episode or two. I mean, they're definitely setting up some things. Like I said, I just don't want to go into it too much oh, because I don't, I don't want anybody to have that same thing that don't want it. But, oh, man, there were some moments just like... <laughs> Oh, you're greased. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're greased. Look, so y'all need to understand. See, me have read every comic book and mm-hmm. knowing everything like that, you can see how like my anticipation for an episode is Gets quite a bit different up. than y'all's. Yes. Oh, definitely. It was yeah. like us with Game of Thrones. Yeah. We were like, oh, exactly. just wait. Exactly. Yeah. But I think Game of Thrones does a much better job of creating anticipation, even if you're not a book knowledge person. Where The Walking Dead is like, like what like the feelings you're getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's the difference. And um, I think you know, it's hard to. An HBO show versus an AMC shows it's two totally different ball games. Oh yeah. But the remixes that Thrones does, I think I don't know for sure from Walking Dead, you know, we've talked about the comic books, but you've told me that the remixes that the show has done are not as good as the comic book. No, and I, I, I've told this to anybody who will listen. I mean, I love the characters that we've created in the show. Like mm-hmm. I, I I love seeing these guys and what happens cuz I anticipate where it's going. But the comic book storyline, it is a hundred times better. I mean, just a hundred. The difference in the show, the reason people love the show so much, in my opinion, is is because you love Carol. You love Daryl. You love Rick. You love Mitch. You love, they've done a really good job of making you really freaking love the These characters. characters. Yeah. Not so much the storyline that they're going through, but the characters you love. That's why you're so upset if you lose one. Yeah, I mean, we tune in to hang out with... Formerly Glenn, Maggie, Rick, right, exactly. and all of them. You, you want to see how your favorite characters are moving through this whole deal and the, the drama entwined. In the comic book, every page, you have no idea what's going to happen next. And it's completely just off the wall. It's a little more violent. It's a little bit more uh, blurs the line of acceptability. The mm-hmm. whole nine yards, you know, and there's more. Which is something as a comic you never had a struggle with was acceptability or censorship or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, I mean, like Negan is 20 times worse in the comic books than what you're getting on TV. But the TV can't do what he does in a comic book. I mean, no. that's just the way it is, you know. The governor was, I mean, like, not in a different planet better <laughs> than the one that was on the TV show. Well, that was and, a huge mistake. And it was yeah. a huge fumble. I mean, yeah. just a huge fun. I mean, the governor was good for like seven or so episodes, but you know, I I think he started off strong, but then they they bled it out. Yeah. It was just it was woof, woof. no, it was that season finale they did, where they just shoot up the whole busload of his people and then just take off. Yeah, it was the worst finale we have ever had. I think oh, on the no show because yeah, no you're just like, what the hell? This that's what so, we're so. But I don't want to get too far sidetracked. You know what I'm saying from the episode we're covering, but it's just. Like I said, I feel like it hit just right on the nose, Walking Dead Expectations, the show. 
It did. Like, you know it hits baseline and stuff. It just didn't hit necessarily the 100 grandiose episode that we are expecting. Right, right, right. And like I was telling, like Jake was saying earlier, if you did not listen to our preview to this, and you're not a person of big spoiler, don't. I mean, really don't. But I'm telling you. Go if, back and listen to you, it at the end of the season. If you go back and listen to, if you, if you missed it, didn't realize it, and don't mind knowing where the comic book is taking you with this and so on. Um, I don't get me wrong. Now the show right now is following the comic book content area pretty strong. Yes. One episode into all that war, we can both all agree that based on our preview cast, that it's gone this way already. Pretty shockingly, it was spot on because we thought some of this stuff wasn't going to happen. Correct. And um, of course, they've remixed it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, you'll have a greater anticipation knowing what's going because even the preview for next week showed a little clip about something that confirms what we talked about last week as well so okay I, I, i'm gonna leave that alone but let's get into the yeah. episode itself um so, overall what would you say was the most biggest positives of the episode i mean i'm always a fan of paying homage to yourself and so like the carl introduction scene that was going back to season yeah. one and like almost like him just taking the same exact steps setting the hat right, down and right, everything right, right. loved it I did like there was several of those. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you know, you see the flower that Carol sees, and you see the Morgan stuff. Morgan, yeah, there was several of those. I, I think probably the strongest thing was some of the camera work. I'd say was kind of new, like the Rick point of view shots through the metal, you know, that's attached to the cars and stuff. Looking yes. at yes. Negan, I liked. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, the, just the way you know how they'd open a scene or close a scene. I thought was pretty cool with the camera work. I thought the zombies, this one, like they didn't go like to try to create new zombies. They mm -hmm. just went back to doing really well done. Yeah, classics. Walkers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the mean, one that was white, a... it's right there by the fence, and one was like missing half his, you know, you could see just yeah. his skin. Yeah, the skin, skin on his jaw. His chest yeah. like, it wasn't stuff overdone, was like in but there. It was really well done. Yeah. I mean, like the ones that were blown up after the RV, and they were still, you saw the rib cage and with like mm -hmm. parts hanging. I mean, it was well done. It went back towards season one. In yeah, that like sense. the practical effects were really spot on this episode. I thought that I, I was really proud to see that I had a hard time finding CG. Okay. We've seen walkers now that are like, they're rotting away. Yes. They're like desiccated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. we've seen the ones that are literally like, they just look like walking bones. Correct. You know what I mean? Because they're literally the rotting. The dead, yes, they're yeah. dead. But I'm saying the, the skin, the the muscle, everything's yes. rotting away. Like they've just been left out How the sun much too long. longer will walkers be around? That's a good question. Well, as long as there's a living population, I guess you're always going to have different levels. But yeah, your, I, your numbers, see, the timeline is always a big issue for me is, is that, you know, if you are dead, mm -hmm. realistically, somebody in a medical profession, tell me how long it takes if you're exposed just to the natural elements outside. How long before your body is completely decayed and gone? Yeah, we're already over the, the physics of it or whatever, you know, the, right, the right. biology of the fact that they wouldn't be able to move if they were dead. All that yeah. crap aside. Right, right, right. I'm just saying, like, tissue. Exactly. It will how rot long, away. Yeah. How long until that tissue is gone? Right, and because like, 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 like you're saying, the, the Dwight zombie is not terribly old. No. It's a pretty new walker. I'm saying he's a, he's a month old, maybe, maybe two. Maybe, it, I mean, maybe even longer, but I'm just saying yeah. we've seen the range of what looks like a two-year walker, you know what I mean? Correct. But the thing is, we've seen a what looks like a two-year walker. Yeah. Correct. But I mean, I think part of that's just being literally hung onto a fence 
with metal and stuff holding you down than the elements and stuff. So I think that's going to kind yeah, of I mean, like, I age it faster. Where they had like one that would look like skeletons stuck to a tree and moss had grown to it. Exactly. You, that's you what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like that one looked like it hasn't left or moved. You know, the head could barely move and twist. I mean, like, I know what you're but saying. To go back to the one with the governor, the one that came out of that clay field and everything and attacked the little girl. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's just like that thing looked old but I mean we saw older versions one the one that Morgan stabbed in the back of the head he put no force into that just glided right through like a knife through butter yeah and I'm with you on that I'm totally totally with you um that's me I thought the walkers really really well done I thought the practical effects were real well done no the effects are great I'm like I said I'm just curious on my walker stuff is what gets me the most crazy a little bit on this show because they just don't follow their own rules a lot no, of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. I think part of it is just like sometimes we have brand new walkers mixed in with old walkers, and we're just, and that's what kind of makes it harder to say how old some of them are is because it could be a newer one in the batch that they end up fighting versus an older one or something like that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, my, my biggest complaint about the episode is going to have to do with the walkers, and I just. Oh no! My biggest complaint is the Rick hair piece of the old man. Uh, well, I'm mean, gonna get there too. I'm gonna be honest with you. The entire montage, not montage, the entire daydreaming of him as the old man, Santa Claus, Father Time, miserable with oh. Michonne that doesn't age. And I hate the soap opera glow they put uh, on the camera. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I, know, I can believe I, Michonne not aging like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like I just, I, 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 it was a complete fumble to me. The whole old man Rick thing. I mean, that it, it, to me, that tells me that it makes me feel like we're not going to do the time jump down the road. Because as bad as he looked, as bad as that hairpiece was, and as bad as all that, da 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 da, please God, it, it, you know, please don't let it turn to that. No, I, I think that is exactly where we're going. Unfortunately, I mean, I'm just I, being honest. I, that is atrocious. I mean, they they Tarantinoed this. I'm telling you, I feel like in three different timelines. We oh got the God. timeline that we're in. You know what I mean? Where they're actually going to yeah. see Negan. They kept showing the timeline where Rick is sweating really bad and his eyes are reddened and he's got like a glare that keeps flashing in his face. Yeah. Right, like like he's thinking something like like he, he just witnessed he, something terrible and he saw. Yeah, and he makes that statement, you know, have mercy on me for the wrath that I have, all that stuff. Yeah, That part, about, and yeah. then future Rick. Correct. I think that's three different timelines that we'll be dealing with through this season. I, I, I agree with you. I just think the old man Rick, the way it was presented to us with the, like you said, the soap opera glow, yeah. his god-awful hairpiece, Michonne <laughs> that doesn't age, a child that looks nothing like the Judith that we've seen. No, Judith has been deleted. Uh, from. How about the Judith we got this episode? Oh, an- another. What is she? Two years older now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just there was so the continuity of this. It was just like, stop it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's like the one thing they struggle with season to season to season. They never fix. It's like the inside joke of the show. Is it too much? To show the cane and to show the old man Rick. I mean, the bottom line is you're you guys are not comic book readers, mm-hmm. so you have no idea what that means. No, absolutely. But baffled. if you are a comic book reader, that is enormous material. When I say enormous, I mean enormous. Huh. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's what, what I'm trying to say. Like, 
I just oh. And so maybe they don't plan on doing it at all, and so they just want I, I to mean, throw it I out there. I think you kind of have to, based on if you're following the comic book, you know. But like, it like it, to me, it hurt this episode to put that in there. I mean, it was wasted time that we could have gotten more of what we wanted, which was actual starting of the war. It's like I want to go ahead and get rid of the shock and awe of the future. No, sometimes I think they're just getting a little cute. Like I said, I think that think that was literally three timelines we got to see. I one hundred percent agree with you. There is no doubt that him being emotional and crying, da 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 da, that is something we're gonna see either at the mid season finale or at the very end of the season before this all wraps. You know, we're gonna see that that timeline and why yeah. he's saying that and so on. There's there's absolutely no doubt. Yeah. I, I think that's what we're dealing with. And so was his big uh, rally speech in the crying timeline or no the rally speech is with the normal timeline oh, that's God. before they went to negan the, the only time you have the third timeline okay right? you have present well, old man rick in that, the... in that third one where he's like against the tree yeah. and he's like you know have mercy for the wrath of stuff that was like that was the only time you see that was him crying by the tree okay because like the you see a scene with a like stained glass window hanging over his, yeah. his head that's a big clue to whatever that stained glass window is that's hanging over him on that tree, that's the only three times you see him. Two times he's not speaking, and mm-hmm. the last one is where he says the sign about yeah, the mercy they, thing. They gave you a little more each time they showed him. First time they show him is literally just, just basically on his face, face, and his eyes are all red, and you can tell he's been the crying. The time you saw him, you actually saw the tree, and then he was leaning against it. And, and then the third, third time, time he you saw the window hanging, and then he said something. Okay. okay. So Wait. that's that. you got very little from that. I just got confused because we brought in the speech at the mm-hmm. end of the episode again, and I was like, Wait. No, no, no. That's all. That speech was all before they went to gotcha. Egypt. Yeah, right. And that's completely different things. Like you see the speech, and then they come back, and you see them rallying to get back together, and then that one's when the speech is toasted. Like there was a lot of back and forth. Yeah. it was very Tarotina-esque. And I got yeah. a little confused with it. And I was like, so maybe this snuck into the other timeline. <clears throat> that would have made more sense to me. Um, you know, me being the detail guy, there was there was there was the whole like i i can't stand like we're, we're past the the walkers and the physical the physical and physics and the, yeah. all that mm-hmm. stuff but like one of the things they show is them putting armor on cars and getting things ready which i don't get me wrong i think it's cool they're putting armor on cars but they were also putting corrugated tin roof as armor yeah. on your cars and I hate to tell you that if you threw a penny hard enough, it can almost go through one. Oh, yeah. I didn't see this stuff. I, I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. I was like, this isn't bulletproofing your thing. You I mean, can't I built see. many a sheds and playhouses and different things in a former business and former life da, 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 and so on. I mean, this stuff right here, one good whack with a hammer and a nail goes right through it. And so you, I'm a high velocity two two three round from an assault rifle or anything else. Yeah. This thing looks like Swiss cheese. It's going through it just like, like the car, the door. car that it was attached to as well, <laughs> by the way. And by the way, the school bus has the thinnest material of any of those things. No, yep. the best looking badass one was the Winnebago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it had like full sheet it, steel it on had, the front of yeah, it. Yeah, like plate, like plate steel. Exactly. So I hated that that some cars were properly protected. Well, one car was properly protected. And well, no, there was other ones that had sheet metal that had like a perfect cutout in them and okay. stuff like that, you know, um, which was also kind of surprising that you could have the capabilities of having perfect cutout metal. But anyway, long story short, <laughs> I will move on from that. Oh, the, we had an it, expert welder too. So, I mean, right, right, right. Well, I mean, I mean, the Hilltop's got somebody who's blacksmithing, but we got somebody evidently who has arc welder and, you know, uh, stick welder, MIG welders, and <laughs> all the tools of trade. Anyway. I mean, that would be very hard to find, really. I mean, as long as you had power, which 
They have. So that's what I'm getting at. Like, I hated that some of the cars were protected with non-protective material. And yeah. then when they're shooting, when they do have the gun battle, it's ding, 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 ding. No, I was like, mean? it worked like a charm. And I was yeah. like, no. Well, no, they really only showed bullets ting, tinging off stuff that was actual steel. Right. The tin roof stuff, you never got to see it deflecting rounds. But, you you know, that one time where you see they're basically driving the Winnebago, mm-hmm. it's pinging rounds, yeah, which it, it would. From, exactly. That's the only one you see reflecting around well wasn't uh father gabriel's car at the end wasn't that just tin roof stuff yes and so but was any bullets hitting it i don't remember i, I, I mean, remember they, walkers they shooting, all around they were it. shooting up that concrete thing he was behind crazy. <laughs> i mean the only time i ever saw a car like taking bullets was the bad guy's car when they were attacking the outpost before he threw the grenade that oh you mean that massive waste of ammunition yes. yeah <laughs> i mean what i thought was crazy is there was 12 of them Shooting full auto, and I could count about fifteen bullets to hit the car. <laughs> didn't matter. It was just a massive waste of energy <laughs> for one dude who gets under a car. I, I didn't understand that. That was a weird scene altogether, dude. And then to abruptly end it, and the then end, to end it right there. I was just like, okay, it's like all right. See, like that, that, that's one of those head slappers. Like, wait a minute, that, this can't be the end of the episode. Let's talk about Carol. This is like a mini cliffhanger, but not really. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, let's get back to the order of the, the episode. All right. The shoot an arrow into Dwight's tire. Loved it. <laughs> I uh, mean, uh, it's a very cool effect. I thought it was really neat. What are the odds of it happening? None. Slim? Did it go through the because fence perfectly? Because it went through a chain link yeah. fence and hit the tire perfectly? It's it's even still ridiculous. What Dwight does after that. <laughs> yeah. He shoots back to the chain link and hits the pallet. But he to... shoots from the hip, basically. Yes. Yeah, that's not getting through the fence. Daryl just stands there and is like, that, that, that bolt won't hit me. <laughs> Behind a pallet. <laughs> it was know, like, man. hold on, yeah, pallets are dumb. <laughs> it's like, shoot from the hip. It's like one <laughs> gust of wind, that thing eats Daryl's throat out. And just, he's done. It's like, <laughs> oh man, what a, note, what, a, what a stupid way for Daryl to die. <laughs> Daryl, take a bolt. <laughs> well, I mean, also just like... Pallet, not, not what I'm uh, considering bulletproof armor. Just hit a bucket of water that would spill it on him and washed his body off. I, it, but I mean, really, like you said, the the physics don't line up for this either. No, you see doesn't. where you see where Dwight's sitting and where the tire is. It gets hit. He then walks past the motorcycle <laughs> to the fence line and just from the hip. Like he's fucking uh, a, a sharpshooter, just, just fires Chuck one off Morris. the chain link. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't throw the thing on his shoulder and shoot it from behind. Yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what in the it's world? It's just not necessary. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't the, do. The, the, it's not like it's cool enough where the rule of cool fits. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Like, I had a great vibe of being like back in middle school where you're tossing notes and everything. Oh, I just yeah, I just wish it was cans on a string. Oh yeah, like, I would have loved <laughs> if we would see the solo cup tomorrow. <laughs> And we see a solo cup fly over the thing. Like, what is it? Solo cup. No, you hold it to you. Hold it to your ear. You have to be at the fence to throw the solo cup over. Hey. That's like some fucking hot shots part yeah, exactly. type stuff. Exactly. It's like, a whis- you know, he's like whispering through a chain link fence with a cup. You know what I mean? It's like, hey man. Ear to ear. I can hear you, bro. I'm right here. We, we don't need the cup. You put it to your ear. Yeah. <laughs> he's just doing the shh. Well, I just think about it, like <laughs> we're not on walkie-talkies. You don't have to make the sound. <laughs> Ted four <laughs> over. Right, so here's the thing: we're, we're gonna we're gonna assume that Daryl is a good clip away 
that he can just stand over there and you know get this. Yeah. So we're like you, not to heart, but we're shooting through walkers he in the field is at through least, a chain link fence and hits the front tire, which is maybe three inches yeah, wide with no dip. This is a with something attached to the bolt. Oh yeah, this uh, wrap of paper that would just throw off all the aerodynamics of this thing. Oh, I think yeah. it would take off like a parachute, just, <laughs> just flip off of that thing. That's even better. So the one that hits the tire that from Daryl, it was tightly wrapped. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, Tyler, Dw- Dwight Dw- basically just like Dwight crumbles it back, it back. <laughs> it like crumbled with one rubber band. I was like, <laughs> and when he, I mean, when it hits the pallet, it's nice and tight again. I'm just like, no. I mean, it's quite a bit of drag on that oh, yeah. bad boy. Details, details. I mean, damn it. I mean, we're talking about the bolt for five minutes, but damn it, that's that's important. That's the thing. I want to harp on this shit. I don't want to yeah. talk about the good stuff. It's like Jesus, man. Yeah, but no, at least you got double wrapped in though. Daryl has to be like a center fielder, and him firing from the home plate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, he's also going to need a little. Daryl's got of- plenty of time. Like, yeah, that'll hit the pallet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to scoot over. I have faith in that this bolt will hit yeah, the pallet. I mean, <laughs> oh god, now I kind of wish Daryl would have died. It just like, no, you know, damn it, in the arm. I swear, I'm on your side. Yeah, yeah, really, uh, just hits him in the shoulder. He's like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Oh, it was an accident. All right, so then you have Carol and Tara that are on the overpass, and she's got her licorice and her orange glasses. Which, honestly, Twizzler's still being around at this point in time. Not a surprise. It really is. Like, no, I mean, that's the one candy for sure that would yeah, be around. Really, yeah. That was my thought process. I was like, and and considering we know somebody same. who used to work in a concession stand and movie theater, yeah. we, well, let's go ahead and be honest with you. They've never thrown the Twizzlers out from 87. No, those are never. the same Twizzlers from <laughs> 99 when Malco's still open. Surprise, we haven't bought more. No, they'll never change. Yeah. Um, so, the only thing about this scene that kind of drove me crazy, okay? We're from the South, mm-hmm. okay? As far as I know, when you look at an, when you look over an iPad, uh, over an overpass, right? Yeah. Right. It shouldn't look like you're 300 feet to the ground. No, this supposed to be Dallas. Yeah. Where they're on the high five. Okay. I don't know if y'all realize that, but like when they did one view of this overpass, that overpass had no high arc or anything to it, okay? But then when they looked down, I mean, they were almost ants. I mean, there were some small-looking walkers going across there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In comparison to scenes before where we've dealt with overpasses and different things in this area, there's been nothing compared to – I mean, you look at the narrowness of those lanes and the walkers coming across there. It should not have been like that. No. You know, I mean, I even went back and watched, I mean, I DVR'd some of the marathon, you know, and I went back and watched like a couple, just like fast forward as fast as I could to see if I could find another overpass. Do you remember the episode where um, Dwight went by himself and the one guy was out there trying oh, to catch no. the... Well, you I remember, remember that, that episode? When it falls on him, basically? Yes. Um, so you remember, I mean, like, there was a scene where you looked down you could only see one lane. You, this one, you could see both lanes. I'm not sure it's the same overpass. Though. I'm not. I'm not saying that either, but I'm just saying that just a comparison of like... They're in the same area, so the There's no need for that overpass to be that tall. No, that that was my thing was like, well, it's just a simple overpass. That thing would be 
you know, 15 feet off the lane. Right. Yeah. 60, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, even if you have about, say you have four foot of concrete, six foot, whatever it is like that, so you're not 25 feet over. 25 feet looking down from that camera angle, you don't see both lanes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just putting it, I mean, I know that's a small detail, but like, I think it was meant to look that way to so you could see a larger mass of the horde coming. Mm-hmm. So it, was, it had effect and purpose, but it was not fact, it was not accurate. Yeah, I think the entire under road and walkers was CG. It was. It you was know. totally uh, CG. Okay. Do we have a problem, like I do, with the walker horde coming to the same place every day at the same time? Yes. Um, yes. I thought that that was good. You know, that's something where I felt like that didn't translate well. Like, like, there's no way I'm believing they're smart enough to use. Were we supposed to believe that they were going to different overpasses and calculating oh, no. time? No. I'm with you. Same time. I was time. thinking, what, what do you think the show's intention was? You know, I don't know. To me, like it going to the same place every time, that yeah. made zero sense to me. This is, like I said, my absolute failure of the episode right here. So, well, not only what that, we're meant the to walking believe, speed later. Well, when Daryl's leading him, it was god awful. But so they're coming to this overpass, and she's timing it to the to the number. Yeah, every yeah. day, which means that horde is coming past them, and then at some point later on in the day, totally backtracks to where they came from, so they could then walk back up the highway again. And we're not leaving them what? a food source or anything. This is what I'm talking about. This is where they don't follow their own rules. They don't. They don't backtrack ever. No, they only move when there is a source or something that attracts them to Mm -hmm. move. Yeah. They just move to where the sound is or where the fire is or whatever the case may be. They'll stand still forever until they hear something. Absolutely. Until there's something that attracts, they don't go anywhere. Yeah. What sense does this make? They're not on clockwork. No. No. This made no sense. And like I thought it was, uh, they were initially timing the saviors because I was like, there's no way this is going to be zombies because that doesn't make sense. It, it, it's, it's just walking dead and the example of the audience doesn't care. I just, I would have loved a scene where they were like corralling. Yes. You know, massive oh, yeah. amounts of how them, long it took oh, yeah. them to into a field or something like Bottleneck that. Bottleneck them into an area. Mm-hmm. Bottleneck them into an area and then lead them out. Right. You know what I mean? Like a cattle yeah, farm. Basically, all you're doing is herding. And, but this thing and it's funny would... you say that because that is in the comic books. But, but, but why the hell? <laughs> the herding yeah, of I walkers mean, is yeah. in the comic books. And think about how great We've it would have been people do it if before. you saw that happening. We've seen it in the previous seasons mm-hmm. where they, they lead, lead them in directions and do their things. They literally effect. created walls, turning lanes. To yeah. stop them from going this road and make them go this way. Remember? Yeah. Because yeah. they would pile up against And them. burst against the yeah. wall. And their heads was explode and stuff for some yeah. reason. Grapefruits. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, there has been canon for this. Yes. And they totally shit on the canon to for make no this reason. weird clockwork where these walkers are doing circles. To me, I think it was the whole, I don't want you to know exactly what I'm doing until right when it's time. So I think that was all left, you know, kind of, eh. Until it was right at, okay, here, 
be be careful. Remember, be safe. Carol, you know, inspirational moment. Hug. Da da da. da. I mean, all sure. that was there. You know, so they didn't give you anything before that. So you didn't realize that you were taking the horde to Negan's place. Sure, but like, I mean, was that some grand reveal that made the episode? No. So no, but it was a big wild card from the comic book. The you only, know, the only thing I can think of is like we have a loop, like the I two forty loop. Mm-hmm. Okay which just basically just runs a circle around Memphis. So it's like, if the herd only stays on that circle, then yeah, they would come around. If they're moving. Well, yeah, if they're moving, but I'm just saying. I love how in-depth you went into this, trying to figure out why this was happening for the show. Well, it was a huge huge plot hole. A massive misstep. Once again, I just like... This is the stuff I can't focus on the things they do good because they throw in these garbage scenes <laughs> yeah. where I'm just like, come on, guys. I mean, you're well, so just... intelligent. You can create reasons. If I can come up with herding like cattle or bottlenecking them into a space and then releasing them. From something that you've already done on the show. From something that's already happened. Right. It's like, what are we doing? It would have been, it would have been pretty cool if you saw somebody take like a radio. And stick it somewhere and let it play. And you just have like a million walkers have mm-hmm. collected in that one spot. That's what I'm saying. And then and then you just see them, the radio quits, and then and you lead them where you want them to go. Give us that. Don't give us, uh, oh, they're on a clock. It's like watching yeah. 5K. You know, yeah. <laughs> spirit walk. <laughs> they understand time now. Like they'll be over at dinner by 6.45. Yeah, Don't really. worry. Don't worry. We're 10 seconds off. No yeah. big deal. Um, all right, it cuts away to the new intro, which I mean, I call a new intro. It's just new images, you know. They they yeah. shake it up. I mean, nothing real, no, mind blowing. I didn't get real in depth into the intro. You know, you think they maybe they give you little tidbits, but I, uh, um, and then again, they give you another little cut scene of old man Rick crane against the wall, the flowers, mm-hmm. and all that good gobby stuff. So then it goes back again to this is where you get the mon the not the the homage to season one with Carl and the van yep. driving up and so on, um, and, and again this is something else and I I, I know people listen to this and probably tired of beating it to death and stuff like that it just drives me crazy that they can't find the I mean they use the same stretch of this interstate all the time for a lot of these different shots like that let the grass grow up yeah the medium was fresh cut. Oh man! You know, I mean, just that—it's just something small, you know. But when you see Carl's van coming up, people are probably not looking at the, the grass. grass. But I'm looking at the set piece, like I wanted this to look like it hasn't been touched in two or three years. You know what I mean? They took the time and effort that when he was walking between cars and looking, mm-hmm. there was tall grass patches. Things had years of dust and dirt mm-hmm. like that. Come across the medium, they threw some hay on the ground, and that was it. I mean, grass was fresh cut in the medium. You know this. I mean, you, you I'm would sure you could have you would have little shrubs like. and trees growing up everywhere. And I know that's hard if you're. Oh my you're, god, the milkweed would be insanity. Exactly, that stuff grows in a month <laughs> as tall as you are. We okay, live in Mississippi. We know to... what Georgia. If you left Georgia unattended for two years, Kudzu. Yeah, you wouldn't find say, roads. How how terrifying would this show be if Kudzu was everywhere? Just Kudzu <laughs> City. I mean, right. Kudzu. And then did, they did the Kudzu homage when they went through, when they remember they went to that um, that mechanic shop that, that yeah, it was yeah. one of the coolest the set pieces yeah. ever when Daryl and you know Chad Coleman, Tyrese and all of them were in there and they had to cut through it to uh, save one of them and stuff. It was yeah. one of the best set pieces they've ever had. Did y'all ever get lost in Kudzu growing up? Uh, we had fun to cut through. It's, it's good with a trip. That's all yeah. I remember. <laughs> all I know is it's hell on a mower. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, especially weed eaters. But anyway, um, 
but that's 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 what I'm getting at. You know, like they found that cool set piece back then with that. Stick to those kind of spots where something that things are overgrown, where you can just let it overgrow. Right, and it, it adds more character. It's more realistic to what it looked like. Less work in the future. Exactly. Um, so Cor- Carl does the whole deal where he kneels down, he hears somebody talking. I didn't understand this hearing talking because we could hear, like, I understand it was all off screen and stuff, but I just didn't like how we heard him so clearly and Carl is hearing him, but like can't pinpoint where he's at. And I'm like, I don't understand the purpose of this guy yet. There's got to be one. Um, oh, definitely. Cause I mean, we come back and leave food for him later in the episode. Right. So. Right, right, right. You know, <clears throat> uh, well, the fact is this, this guy has a name. This is a named actor. You know what I mean? He's going to have a role. Yeah, what it they showed his face t- more than once. Yeah, correct. Um, and I couldn't tell if he was talking to Carl or if he was talking in third person. It sounded like a crazy person. Yeah, it sounded like he was um, talking to himself. Like to me, it reminds me of Tom Hanks, like he was talking to Wilson. Yeah, you know that's what I felt. He like. sounded like a lonely person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost like he was retelling <clears throat> a story. That uh... right. I mean, I just be honest with you. I mean. I thought everything was really good. I thought that um, Carl was on point with like his reactions, the jumpiness, having the gun out. Oh, yeah. I was happy they showed that he put two hands on the gun and put the opposite eye. You know, like because everybody's been giving him Walking Dead hell because he keeps constantly wanting to raise up and aim with an eye that ain't there. <laughs> yeah, and so oh, they yeah, made it where they. Ch- it at Carl. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought that was pretty good that they they, they fixed those things. Mm-hmm. Um, it did surprise me to see Rick run up there and shoot above him a couple times. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, Rick just out you of run at him and shoot twice. I'm like, <laughs> I shot above him, Leo. I just I, I didn't get that. I thought that was like. A little over overkill. I mean, he could run at him with the hatchet. I yeah. mean, I mean, come on, you ain't got to go shoot two rounds off and attract every walker for you know a mile away. Well, and the thing is, too, it's like if there's even a chance it's one of Negan's people, you grease that guy. Yeah, you grease him. Yeah, you it doesn't to. it doesn't fit in line with the assassinations they do later throughout the episodes. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, you just grease <clears> him. <throat> so you just don't take that risk. No, never. Um, so again, a little eh, situation. I just, that's where I thought that that was kind of a strange timing. You know, why is he introduced mm-hmm. now? Why don't you kill him? Why was there and an he's attempt never to kill really him? just let anybody go? Like, I mean, he right. always asked him the three questions and everything. So it really <clears throat> was a big change of character. Exactly. You know, especially when you're all out war, Yeah. you know, um, I, I was kind of hoping we would see if they would actually siphon gas. You know, he had the garden hose and the old metal can, was that purely just to look like Rick back in the day? or I was really hoping you were going to see him stick that into a tank and try to do something. I was I hoping mean, we were going to see some. Judging by the the vehicles he was walking by, I'm like, there ain't a drop left in any of these things. It's sludge if it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to be just <laughs> ranted. All right. Um, of course, there's this little thing right at the end where there's a girl in the distance that has like the same tore up face and the white robe, you know, just as the one he killed in episode one mm-hmm. off in the distance. And Rick kind of gives that double take look and then walks away, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of homage to the episode one, you know, well done. Yeah. One, I, mean, I thought it was good. I was happy cool. they shot it way away. Oh yeah. You know, the, the girl was way away. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so they start suddenly assassinating um, we, which you don't really get that idea until about the second or third one you realize that they're killing out you know mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're, they're spotters the you know well, watchers yeah um, so did did anybody see how the guy got into the tree stand no 
I look. I was stopped and rewound this, and I was like, "Don't see a ladder." We usually I have don't like a, see a lot of those. You have like uh, climbing spikes, right? But that was a wood. That was a wood attached to the tree. No, I, I, I agree with you, but I'm like a lot of times, you know, you'll see the like just literally hammer, big like railroad spikes right, in right, the right. tree and climb um, up that way. I thought it was cool that you, there was a walker at the base of the tree, and they were just kind of like whatever, you know what I mean? But when they did shoot him, or you know, he did die. Everything was good until the last second. It turned to a CG guy that hit the ground. Did y'all notice that? Yeah, it's um, um, like you could. There's a distinct change in the person hitting the ground. Yeah, they had a green screen screen mat down there uh, yeah. that he landed on. And it was like, <laughs> all right, remove all that. <laughs> yeah, and now put in the CG um, flump. And of course, you know, Walker's there, just happy to have the meal. Oh yeah, yeah. It starts with his fingers on his hand. It looks like it's like. Ew. <laughs> Easy to get to. Yeah. Um, Appetizers. Yeah. So then Daryl kills one that's sitting on a car. Um, He's well, more did y'all struggle with any of the whole, that they could sneak up the, the yeah. stealth thing? Well, I mean, I've never heard of a rifle being so quiet as the first one or anything. So it's just like, mm. well, they have sniper. I mean, they had silenced, um, you know, rifles with suppressors. I mean, you're you talking could, about the first one. The tree stand guy. Yeah, the tree stand guy. He was killed by a sniper round. No. He was killed by an arrow or a bolt. I thought he was shot. Uh, I, I could have sworn it was a rifle shot. I thought yeah, I thought he was shot. I thought for sure he was. Well, it was quiet enough to be a. I thought he got one right through the head. Yeah. I thought he was shot yeah. too, Cash. I, I don't know. No, that was my mind. I was like, man. Because when he fell, there was nothing sticking out of his head when he fell. Whatever. And anyway, uh, I didn't really care for the stealth Daryl off screen grab you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I felt like we were watching like, you know, Commando from the what 80s. About stealth Morgan. Yeah. I know, just you know, just the the shock. I'm sorry. Every time I see Morgan like just brutally murder a live person, <laughs> I go back to that episode where he was like, "We don't kill anymore. There's always a better option." You yeah, know, Morgan's that's clearing now. Yeah, <laughs> clearing yeah. The he's clear. He's real clear. He's clear. <laughs> that guy, that, whoever, yeah. that guy is clear out of his mind. <laughs> Everything he learned. So. As soon as yeah. what was it, little Ben? Was yeah. it Ben the one that died last yeah. season? As yeah. soon as Ben died, Morgan's back. Yeah. Yeah, but but he puts a sharpened um, stick through a guy's chest like like a samurai sword. Oh yeah, <laughs> a hot knife through butter. I'm right just there is again thing of beauty. You that is that that stick has quite a diameter for it to go all the way through, and it's not sharp. No, I'm sorry, it's not. Really I am cool. six I'm foot good. four. 300 some odd pounds and feel like I'm pretty decently strong. I don't think I could thrust that stick all the way through. Oh, not even close. Oh, and uh, through the rib cage. Yeah. Out the the sternum. Yeah. Out the sternum. (laughs) It looked like alien. I mean, it did. (laughs) One thing missing. (laughs) You might have gotten that thing like halfway through. (laughs) So the bubble scope sound effects over there? <laughs> sound effects are pretty sweet, huh? <laughs> yeah, hey, make, make sure you record that again and patent it. All right. <laughs> make sure we it's edit that scene button. out so he's not so embarrassed. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Like, that... But he was super rule, stealthy. Rule, rule, you know, rule of cool, but that that works with this Michelle's blade. It does not work with a inch and a half diameter somewhat Wooden sharp staff. spear. <laughs> Yo, it's like a it's like a pencil, oh, yeah. a worn down pencil. Right. I mean, I, mean, I think still a staff. It's not even a spear. I mean, really, I I don't think he penetrates him an inch, two maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him like put a piece of metal on the end of that bad boy or something. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. 
But then you're not stealthy. Like then yeah. you're the little clink clink. And then not only that, and then he the little just his arms move four inches and then it comes back down and I'm guessing we're supposed to think it went through the brain Dad, and killed the, it. Oh yeah. The one inch punch. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> He's been practicing with uh, Bruce Kung Lee. Fu Hustle. I know it. Y- y'all realize we've gone through a third of this episode and we have picked apart we almost anything, every we little thing. good yet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? I mean... I want y'all to know I enjoyed this episode. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, I way much, way it's more fun. It's just the little details that eat it up, man. Um... So anyway, we we see the baby Judith. Well, not baby Judith. Uh, yeah, you know, we're almost child. adolescent. Yeah, <laughs> as a teenager, Judith. I have a two year old, and he's she's older than that. She's at least four. I'm going five. Yeah, I have a five year old, and yeah, it's very possible. <laughs> as far as I know, this timeline is not over two or three years. So we, we baby Judith. Baby Judith was a big quick baby yeah. when Negan was eating spaghetti with with Carl. Oh, yes. She was a baby, <laughs> like in the crib. Baby. There's some hormones going on here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was HGH baby. <laughs> Definitely hey. Shane's baby. <laughs> uh, Jesus, no, no more NBA. So like HGH got to yeah, go somewhere. Just, yeah, uh, when are you gonna glance at those ears? <laughs> <laughs> Cut the hair off a little bit. <laughs> that's why the hair. We need a reminder. Yeah, that's right. We got it. Um. So again, you you see more details. Uh, the cars and. And, you know, everybody's giving their hugs, and we get to see Rosita's grumpy self on the porch with her bandage. This was perfect. Don't let her say a word. <laughs> <laughs> Give her this her one credit. This, this could be her best acting job <laughs> of, the, of the resting bitch face and <laughs> seed. Just put a bandage on her shoulder and just don't let her speak. Measure her off screen. I know oh, you wish you could go out there. So wrong, man. So wrong. <laughs> Give her an Oscar. She just earned it. Emmy, oh, Emmy, whatever. Um, so the last lookout happens to be hanging out with a couple of coolers with a walker that is stuck to an electrical line. Oh, he's been burned and fried. He's been fried by the. Looks fantastic. Okay, so is line. that what we're? Okay, yeah. I never. I was looking. That's why at, he's attached to it. Okay, that's what I want to make sure. I mean. I, I think they were trying to show the burn effects and this and that or so mm-hmm. on. It was pretty cool. Um, stealth Rick. You know, with a little whistle and what? And, you know. I, I'm okay with this because he's walking in an open field, kind of. Right. But. I mean, the fact that you're walking in an open field and you sneak up on somebody who's supposed to be watching well, you. Exactly. Some <laughs> scout you got there. You know, some lookout. Like I say, the one that Morgan sneaked up on, the guy was paying attention to a walker door that was door thumping that's mm-hmm. making noise it's like okay i'll give you a little bit that um, was that was more more plausible than daryl's yeah and I mean, more plausible, plausible than rick's in See, my I, mind. I think rick's is okay too because he has a walker just going <laughs> you know constantly what was that again attached <laughs> to this pole what was that walker doing yeah, yeah. You, you heard it it was way better wasn't it guys uh, <laughs> but I, like no, I i'll give said, you kudos on that i give you a 7.5 on that one same thing. Something's making racket, and the guy's not paying attention. He's distracted. Know? So it's all like right. that's all you need, basically, to cover a foot. But yeah, if he looks 360 degrees like he's supposed to be, it's like, yeah. who's but this tall son bitch coming this way? <laughs> <laughs> he's not walkie walking. You know, out of all the scouts, you know, not to change something on that one, like the one I thought we were going to have something cooler with the gun that had the marks on it. Which that is a badass Taurus judge that shoots four ten rounds or forty five long colt. Yeah. Um, 
like that, which is a bad MF and handgun because our our cousin owns one and it is a fun shooting it's gun. It's the Max Payne gun, if y'all don't remember. Exactly. Yeah, blow the door, blow over the hinges off the, the, the stall, the stall, and take care of business, guy. Um, I, you know, I thought that would be a cooler, like that's somebody on the good side putting notches down or something like that. And instead, yeah, it's now just I have a, no idea. Now it's just done. a drop gun, you know. Well, I mean, what, I mean, they showed it just basically because Daryl was going to end up blowing up gas bombs along the way. Yeah, I mean, are we to say this is convenient that he's got this giant, you know, handgun that shoots four ten spread shots and basically means you can't miss, you know, convenient? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, didn't it understand. helps. It definitely helps. It makes the it makes his scene much more plausible. Yeah, because like I said, our cousin has one of these, and it's about accurate at five feet. If you're, you're you're being gracious, <laughs> that barrel is yeah. quarter inch long. <laughs> There's a barrel. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're basically just throwing the ground. <laughs> you're just hitting them with a hammer and hoping they go in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean it's yeah, a really it's cool the accuracy of spoon throwing. It's a cool yeah. gun. It's hey, mystery man, there was a guy who threw spoons and he was like forty percent accurate. Yeah, it's it is a impressive a breech gun. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like, no. well, let me shoot out. It the, is the sawed off of sawed off. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the mini shotgun. Yes. You know, a hand, hand shotgun. Yeah. I mean, ugh. Um, again, Gabriel pops up and he's like, are you ready? And you've got about 30 minutes. Blah, 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 blah. And this is where they're going back and forth in the timeline a little bit. It's not about you. And it's not about mm-hmm, you. You made it that way. Yeah. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Once again, though, Gabriel's pretty strong, man. He is. He's done a fantastic job ever since last season. I yeah, he's been crushing. He's it. Biggest, definitely redeemed himself. Biggest turnaround of a character, I think, in the show. As far as like give a damn, because most of us wanted Gabriel just to die. Yes. a couple seasons ago, <sighs> a few times. There's a few different times. Yeah, die, like, die How terribly. Are you still alive? Yeah, pull a T dog and just get tore up, saving Carol or something. Um. So we end up where you see all the cars moving after Rick kills this one guy by just chopping the cord and he's getting eaten. That's all Savage good. way to kill somebody too, by the way, Rick. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, no, this is my favorite kill of the episode. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the guy's talking shit. Your son's going to die too, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and and then just, oh, okay. Let me let this walker. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I love how these guys are like ruthlessly, you know, attached to Negan. You know, yeah, he's bleeding out from a gut wound, which must feel horrific. He's like, oh, "What are you doing, Rick? <laughs> I saw you, you begging. What are you up to? <laughs> like, what are you up to? <laughs> Medic! <laughs> Medic! <laughs> You're about to- I've got." I mean, th- these are average Joe Blows. It's not like they're a former paramilitary. Yeah. You know, they're Rick, just... Uh, I know I'm a huge asshole, but I have a letter in my pocket. Yeah. Please get it to my mother. Yeah. She's still alive. Somewhere. We think. I'm so sorry about what we've done. Yeah, really? I mean, that's the reality of it is, is that even these guys have been really badass. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you're, you've just got a wound and you're probably going to die. You're, you're probably sitting there, oh God, oh God. You're looking at your future yeah. gnawing next to you. Yeah. It's like, uh, Rick, just, I'm sorry, I'm a dick, but put one in my head. Please like, just chop me in the head. I don't want to be this thing. Do us both a favor. Not, uh, your son's going to die, too. Yeah, really? You stupid bastard. It's like, Give Daryl a bath. Yeah, really. Oh, oh, lowest gotta blow get, ever. Gotta get a few of those in every episode. Uh, we saw your greasy friend. Who's that filthy animal that you have that walks around with you? 
Is that a skunk ape? <laughs> Is he from Florida? <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're all at the field, and we have this little walking camera of like people who usually aren't together mingling and talking mm. and he goes i got your back he goes we just met you know and he's like well that's all right we're here you know and then, we all just met yeah like, you know and like there's a little slightly cheese ball it was, it was yeah Leading i mean like to, i saw somebody drop a canister and there's cheese balls everywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, my kids aren't around they'd be eating all these cheese balls <laughs> yeah. um you know and it goes from them to another body you know so on and uh, it gets finally to where you have Maggie and, you know, that you know, the, it's, they're very lucky to have you as their leader like that. Well, you showed me how to lead. And, well, when this is over, I'm be following you. I'll be following you. And da, 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 which I thought the, the scene was delivered well. Yeah. I mean, be tears following just you everywhere. into a room with you and Michelle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to. What's next? <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean Still that could go a lot of wrong places. Stop yeah. it. It's like. Don't forget Glenn's dead. <laughs> so that first Papa, trimester. keep that bed warm for you. <laughs> you're still in the first trimester. I knew you were going right? to go there. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Sheets are cold now. Yeah, I got you. You're, you're a sick man. You know you can't get pregnant. <sighs> <now>. <sighs> oh, <God. laughs> Stop it. All right, so this is where we make over and we're, we're looking at the watch on the overpass and we'll get to the part of the walkers on time within 10 seconds, blah, blah, blah. Still, one of my favorite things is that they're all standing there and they all have the same point of view looking for the walkers coming, right? Mm-hmm. To come around the edge of this tree. And if you look carefully, Daryl is on the right side when you're looking from behind. He'd be the last one. He would be the last one to see the walkers come around. And and he's one. And he raises his arm. Look! You know, I mean, just this awkward arm raise. But look! Like, like, Jesus, Daryl, put your arm back. (laughs) There's four other SOBs beside you that can see it before you do. Look! Just tear Just go down. (laughs) In a cloud of green. <laughs> All right. The Fumunda cheese is yeah. just so bad. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, my wife was watching with me. She's like, how would he see it first? And I was like, thank you, honey. Thank you. I mean, because when, when he does it, you know, you turn around and you realize, like, he's the worst <laughs> angle of all of them. If any of y'all have ever seen the greatest show on television where it was Steven Seagal, Lawman. <laughs> Yeah, the gall vision, the gall vision. His Daryl vision. He just honed in and goes slow. <laughs> oh, they miss him with Daryl in his yellow, yellow glasses. <laughs> he did yellow glasses at about two hundred pounds on. Gall <laughs> vision. I mean, I'm telling you, man. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> Daryl is the Steven Seagal of Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm, I've lost all focus here. <sighs> Fire down below. <laughs> yeah, we don't give him the good Seagal movies. No. He's the 40 and older. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's my TV. Good night, you know. uh, we love you, Steven Seagal. Yeah. My man Seagal. My Russian citizen now. Anyway, um... So they all leave, and then we have this very long 
pause of just them moving and this expedition just sitting there. You know, uh, they just sat there and looked at this horde of walkers for a good solid minute. I mean, it was a long time. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, since when does Walking Dead not take advantage of a commercial break? <laughs> this is a quarter million dollars they just God, threw away. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised the fucking walkers weren't carrying Coca Cola or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some Budweiser shirts were wearing. <laughs> you can clearly see the logo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the it. The front ones had Nikes on. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I'm just waiting for it. One of them with the fucking Walking Dead app video game on his yeah. shirt. If I see that Walking Dead game one more time, oh, I know it's brutal. Throw it. Oh, yeah, with a promo code on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Daryl. You can unlock Daryl this week. No, yeah. good. Or the worst one, the Walking Dead encounter, uh-huh. where you just hold your phone up and a walker will show up as you do things. I'm just like... Well, you know, they, they, they had a new game at the end of the thing where you were, it's a VR... And you're Negan trying to get away from the horde at the end. Have you seen? That's the new one now. Oh God, make it stop! Shoot me now. No, I know those VRs are pretty cool. Very yeah, decent ones. So anyway, finally the Ford Expedition blows up. Yeah, cool practical effect. It was a good explosion. I give it all that kudos. Um, I thought that was pretty neat. So then you have Dwight, you know, pull the radio out and he sends a search party crew to go out there and check it out. You know what I mean? And this is where you see the plan developing that you haven't been told is happening and you can kind of put it together. Yeah. You know, like that. And I'm liking this part. Like, this is where somebody really took the time to sh- to properly edit and put this, these episodes, you know, these part of the episodes in order. And it was doing well. And it looked, it, it looked good, you know. Um, so I appreciate all that. So then Dwight checks his watch. Goes inside, and then not a second later, the two snipers up top, bam, bam, they're down. Yeah. And yeah. Dwight's message, I believe, like there was a fine print or something <clears throat> that I didn't see that told him a timing because I just saw tomorrow. Yeah. And so for him to just perfectly check in, okay. Um, yeah, that was, <clears throat> I mean, like we're talking precision. Two shots. Now, who shot him? Michelle Two clearly. separate people. Michelle, yeah, Michelle, Michelle shot her from the couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got this, Rick. I mean, we, we've seen her fucked up eye. She was hunting for deer. She was hunting for deer and missed and hit these two people perfectly. Oh yeah. God, that reminds me of that. What was it, Angelina Jolie movie where they could shoot bullets that could oh, curve around? You mean thing? that badass movie named Wanted? Yes. Yeah. He was shooting a sniper rifle like that, where you know the bullet was changing and falling apart as it goes across that the movie country. Rocks. <laughs> Fantastic movie. I'm all about it. Shooting wings off of flies gets no better. Yeah. Those musket guns, those were super badass. <laughs> I'm not even being slightly smart ass about this. I love that movie. Well, there jumping, was, there was no muskets of, in The Walking Dead. Okay. Jumping off of buildings to other ones with super speed. Like, what else do you want in a movie? Yeah. I'm with you. And He's add Jolie in it. It's all good. Yeah, Jolie in a mud bath. Word. <laughs> Anyway, so those two guys drop, silence sniper fire, I guess, and then all these cars just pile up in front of the sanctuary, you know? Well, is it weird that there's this the only two people washed in the front? <clears throat> is yeah. this the front? Is what is the That's thing? the whole deal. Like this 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 building, compound, whatever like that, you know, it's you only get this one perspective. Because so this I, is a full blown siloed <clears throat> factory. I mean yeah. this is like a Right. Um, kind of like a uh, oil refinery type of place. Yeah, even metalwork. You know, all you know. It, so I'm, I'm like, 
I mean, just the factory I work in has like seven exterior doors. You know what I mean? Tons of them. I mean, this place is enormous. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Whatever. you. Whatever. I mean, it just can't. doesn't give you that visual. And the only time you get anything above their head is CG. You know, yeah. Yeah, extended building. You know what I mean? So I think it's purely we can't build this entire thing. And so we're going to give you just one point of view the whole time, and then that's how they rock it. Because they just reused the prison, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that makes sense of why they just keep giving us the same shots over and over. Right. Um, but yeah, I two people watching the front. I think there's people way out in front. I mean, Negan felt felt like he knew all. It didn't bother so. me just because, like, you're the saviors. Yeah. And you don't expect any issue. Even though we're like, yes, these guys came in and shot a bunch of people and ran you off from... Alexandria, I just don't see you. Expecting he's just them to bring the fight yeah. To you're your just door. that cocky. Well, my thing, and is, you have and you have people out there as lookouts, and you right. have like all the guns. So right. So do we think that's weird? Do we think the fact that they had all this time to build corrugated tin roof protection, <laughs> four um, torses, <laughs> little ass kicker is fucking seventeen years old, <clears throat> and Negan has not attacked. He's like right. we're going to war. That's how they ended the last season. And they have not gone to war. They've not done anything. As far right. As we like, tell. That is a bit odd. I mean, I guess they're just trying to say that Rick and them have made the first move. But that Negan seems like he's done nothing separate. and he could make the first move tomorrow. If that, That's if what I'm was, saying. I mean, like, as soon as they said we're going to war, he could be like, hey, tomorrow, full force. Right. We're going to go and annihilate. We're going to just go ahead and mop the floor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. And Negan seems like a first move person, so it doesn't make much sense of why he would let him wait. This is where um, the comic book does a better job of, of where we are this. now to where the show did their remix and it doesn't gel as well. Like I said, we, we talked about this last week. And if you remember, this scene is technically kind of the beginning of the, the All Out War, but there mm-hmm. was more to it. It yeah, was no, way I, different than where they got to this point. Yeah, we just didn't get the the, nor, <clears throat> the Negan point of view chapter or, you know, scene where he's talking about why he hasn't attacked. Right. Yeah, there's 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 a lot more to it. Why isn't there a scene where it's like <clears throat> not not Simon, not <clears throat> Dwight, but um Whatever the guy at the end was like, can we get a timeout here for a second? That guy, mm-hmm. like, why isn't he like in a scene just asking Negan? So we got the numbers, man. We got the guns. Why aren't we just? Why don't we just go finish? And then all he has to do is say, give a reason why, and then this makes more sense. But to me, I'm just like, he he clearly has the numbers. He clearly has the weapons. Like, right. Well, if like it's he's done talk, nothing. Like what you see in a minute is that when Rick does finally does start talking this that or so on and Negan supposedly has his trump card which is Gregory yeah. you know what I mean well if you're like we talked about in the comic which I'm not spoiling now is is that Negan had a reason to be waiting and reason to you know no reason to be worried or this that or so on where in this one it leaves you with we're going to war you know and yeah. it gives you a false sense of where they're going with it well, we're going to war, but we're going to sit here and wait. You know, <laughs> I mean, like it, it doesn't. It's a defensive strategy, right? It doesn't know. work. Where it would have been cooler if you'd saw Negan saying that, you know, <clears throat> I'm I'm sorting out our resources and finding out 
you know, show some strategic, you know, or something like that. But again, you go back to the comic book, Negan was always the surprise you know, guy, you know, mm-hmm. like he, he, he never, sh- the comic didn't show you his deck. He just came he just laid down his cards every yeah. time there was a situation. So the show's doing the same thing. You don't, you know, you don't get to see him planning his, his big move, you know, which would be fine if he would have made the first big move. <clears throat> exactly. Like it just doesn't necessarily make sense why he's holding it. Right. So, I mean, like uh, that's where a little blur, you know, and I, I, you're, you're kind of exactly right. You know. And then a big problem with it was <clears throat> really his big ace in the hole was Gregory. And it was like, we just spent the entire episode painting Maggie as the yeah, world's the true leader. leader. Yeah, so the true like, leader. We knew that this was going <clears> to <throat> fall flat. But you gotta imagine too, though, Gregory has a false sense of importance. Well, no, like I believe why Negan believed it. But like as the viewer, I've seen too much of the hillside siding with Maggie and everything. Yeah. And so like yeah. I knew. They all, like everybody at the hilltop was like, Gregory's a limp dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's collectively known. Um, <clears throat> where in the comic book, he still has people. It's a, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Like, Maggie's I mean, not in power yet. You know, in the comic book. I mean, she's and, authority there and a force and people follow and listen to her and so on. But she's still trying to win over the entire hilltop. Yeah, whereas you on know? the TV show, Maggie saved us from an invasion. Right, like she's already proven herself yeah. the true leader of the crew. We saw Gregory <clears throat> fail and Hillside people saw Gregory fail at killing right. Walker. Absolutely. Um and so, and just like this, you know, Gregor comes out and does his lines like that, which don't get me wrong. Now, his lines were better on the show than what he did in the, in the comic book. Comic book, he had, he spoke less and was just kind of to it. And of course, like we talked about last week in the comic book, people did leave the group yeah. that Rick was with because they were fearful <clears throat> because of their family yeah. and what that meant and so on. And it's a good thing they did because it leads into an important part of the comic book from that point forward that they did walk away. You know, and so it's because uh, it gives an opening to Gregory's mm-hmm. character. <clears throat> and so the way they remixed it, this one was a little differently, you know. And I like that Maggie was even like, look, guys, if you got to go, you got to go. Like, do what you got to do, you know. And Jesus is like, well, I've got a couple books and, you know, that stuff. Um, Lobster bib. Yeah. Random. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's for when he's catching loads. Right. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right. Anyway, I can't. I just, I can't. You were over the top, man. You were over the top. So they cut into the scene to back to where Rick has that all emotional face by the tree. And this is where you get to see him, you know, you know, you know, look at the stained, there's a stained glass thing above him and the whole nine yards. And it's just, you know, that's where they do one of those cutaways. It's very unique timing for this. But he says, have mercy. <clears throat> yeah. Please please give me mercy for something of my wrath or something of that nature. <clears throat> that's what he said. It Have mercy to prevail over my wrath. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I wrote it down in my notes. So anyway, we shoot a, shot, a few shots in the air. 
We wait several seconds. Negan walks out. There's Gregory. You know, he brings Gregory out. I love how, see, you brought all your mud flaps, you know. Yeah. I, I, I like some of the lines he had. I thought those were pretty good. Yeah, I thought his dialogue was on point. This yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, you know, we can stand out of here and play whose dick's bigger, you know. And, uh, mine, but I know mine is. <laughs> mine is. <laughs> and even if it wasn't, I yeah. wouldn't be so insecure that we go through um, something like this. And then, of course, Again, there was a little change there where Rick's like, you know, your your lieutenants, they can make a decision, they can live, and you know, and uh, you, how do you like them introducing every one of them, even adding this Regina character? Yeah, like where does she come from? What happened to the that girl that was from last year that was a badass that killed a was it Olivia? Remember? Yeah, I know you. you remember talking you're talking about? about? Yeah, I know you're saying. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Where is she? That would have been that would have been her spot. I would think, yeah, but this Regina chick, yeah, I mean that Scarface girl, right? I want to know what happened to her. We gotta, we gotta Google that and figure I mean, that out. She's got some great accuracy. Just oh, yeah, turn on I a mean, dime. I mean, yeah. she's Terra level. Yeah, <laughs> 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 nobody's Terra level. <laughs> Nobody. The gunslinger. Um, so again, uh, what I really, really did like was is that. The uh, about this time, this is where Carol and Daryl and all them are there, and they set up this wire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one walker is supposedly going to just randomly go right to that spot, you know, could mess it up. And we come over there and stab him in the back of the head. Pretty cool. All that was plausible. I thought this was going to be like the counselor, yeah. where he just wanted to hit the bikers, oh, decapitate man. them. You know? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah. devastating. I thought that's what they were going for, but I didn't realize it was going to be a trip. No, moment. instead, it was a line that evidently sets off explosions. Uh, one of those explosions was in the middle of the street that caused, caused the car to flip up and mm-hmm. over. Um, one of them came from the side. Inside. Um, no bodies. No bodies. Uh, and the bikers were behind it pretty decent. So I didn't understand how – I thought we were going to get Morgan come around and finish off anybody finish who off slid off guys. the bikers yeah, or something of that nature. But instead, it was like the explosions did all the damage and killed all of them, which I thought was actually kind of flimsy. I thought that I mean, this maybe was, shrapnel? No. I no. thought this would have been pretty sick if they would have disarmed or whatever, killed these people, and then used their same cars and motorcycle gear with helmets – Roll up to in go there. back into Negan's, yeah, incognito. Yeah. You know, I mean, Dwight's the one handling the radio, so it's just like you know, check breaker in. breaker. Yeah. It was just some bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He even Dwight said on the radio, it's like probably just something that was, you know, armed and left behind. Yeah, um, so Walker ran into it. So yes. That'd have been awesome to like see them go right back in. Well, they should have finished that scene. You should have had Carol and Tara come down there and stuff like that, and go down there and just like even if it's just grease the. The guys on the biker or whatever. You know what I mean? There should have yeah. been a little bit more completion there. Like, I mean, Instead, it was an explosion, and then you see Rick smiling like, you know, yeah, there goes there goes your search party just went down. <laughs> Some shit's <laughs> going down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the Rick does – what I thought was the best thing is, is you're going to make me count? Yeah. Really? You're going to make me count? And he's, you know, and I thought that was pretty cool. And I was so happy that he got to seven and said, just hell, he just starts gunning. Oh, yeah. yeah. You if know. you would have counted down to zero, I was just like. Um, and then he's the worst shot ever with an MP5. Um, worst shot. All of them worst shot ever. I mean, they could have ended this whole thing. Just all of them just lined up. I mean, all of them should yeah. be literally on site. Just so we put this in perspective. Two people with rifles that are silenced. Mm-hmm dropped two snipers at the top of a building 
From God knows how far. From where? Who knows? Because they were actually farther away because we didn't have cars in the parking lot. Yeah. Directly <laughs> above where they're standing right Correct. Now. Mark Wahlberg so has joined the cast as the sniper. Yeah. And, is, uh, um, and when we get to this situation right here, this is where you lose that, okay, well, we can kill two guys way the heck up there from farther shots away, but we can't hit not a some bitch in front of a door. No. With several a few hundred everywhere. feet away, both of you train on the same person and just pull the trigger. Yeah. One of you is going to hit him. All right, you aim head, I'll aim body. Right, we'll grease center this guy. mass. It's In over. This right here, no casualties. Right. So, given you can't do that because then the show's like, yeah, it sucks. It's over. Okay, but that's where The Walking Dead blurs reality and non-reality and goes way non-reality way more than it should yeah, no, I mean, Negan coming out there and doing that is all great and everything and so on you know yes you give him the opportunity to surrender and so on but when he starts doing that countdown and stuff like that which was cool as hell this is where you should have seen Negan just go in the building you oh, know yeah. or say something like it's on and go inside and like that and maybe you grease the last one that's going into the door this chick that got to nowhere she takes four rounds as the other four get in the door before yeah well, the guy asking for a timeout you're right you know splatter him against the wall as you're trying to shoot Negan they could have fixed this just by like I said if Carol and them came back in in the same cars that went out and stuff like that they could have hopped out greased the guys on the roof you know what I mean? Which would give them the time to run in mm-hmm. with the new cars, with the, with the shields on them. Done. It's fixed. Right. You know what I'm saying? So here's my next thing. So Dave's shooting this place up. And of course, you, you get the scene the CG where they're shooting all the glass out and stuff. In the comic book, Rick's like, shoot the glass. Shoot. Where's the? Make sure you get your ammo up here. Da, da, da. There's explanation going on with this. Mm-hmm. Instead, the show does the whole, they're just shooting everything you could imagine. And so on. And all of a sudden, Negan's outside. And he's like d- bobbing and weaving. Yeah, he's been clipped in the leg, it looks like. Right, and then he's gets you know, he's outside, and then they send the RV in, it explodes, and you see Negan again run to get behind the armor plate that was on the front of the RV. Makes no sense. I mean, this was I don't even, yeah, I don't even Negan remember. Negan went into this building. No, he didn't. Did he? Or he? No, no he, that's dives. Why he went. He dives he and goes dives to the stairs. To the left, right? yep. And the other people go. Okay. Yeah. And so he's the only one outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was filmed very scatteredly. It so was. It was hard to it was. keep track um, of what was going on and very, who was running around who. Very strong CG of the glass being shot out, though. Yes, yes. it was. When they pan up and it's like just a huge wall of glass they're shooting out, that's really well done. It, well, it was a complete waste of ammo. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was an extreme waste of ammunition. <laughs> like, we could have saved some of that dynamite or something from Rosita, you know, throwing those over. Or... Yeah. Throw one of those through that glass, man. Yeah. Catastrophe inside. Sure, a few oh, innocent. Sticky bomb. Put something in a sock. And I can only assume the they're just trying to be nice and not kill mullet. Yeah, Eugene. Yeah. It's like, Eugene, don't I get an introduction? We know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, I, I'd be far pressed. Not, Shut up. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, and he starts counting down. You see Eugene put his hand on his forehead, like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. But I, mean, I love that we uh, made the Winnebago, the steel plated, charge through it. Gabriel's able to jump out the back. Like, I mean, well yeah, I love the other thing is like, let's put the lightest rock we can on the gas pedal so it just creeps <laughs> in. 
<laughs> that thing was moving at the speed no, of No, that was full speed for the RV. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's got the, the extra added weight in the front and everything. Good. Um, like you said, Gabriel jumps out of it. Uh, remember, you know, it stops Rick before mm-hmm. he finishes Negan off. You know, it's not about you. Actually, Gabriel, like this one could be about him. Like, you know, let's see if know, he can do it. And in Talking Dead, Gabriel, the character, you know, Seth Gillian was like, you know, at that time, it's even if you killed Negan, it was more important to have Rick alive. No, you know, and so that was the rationale. Don't know if I could uh, disagree with that more. I don't know. We need old man Rick, you know, and his bad hair. <laughs> <laughs> Do we though? Flat top. Uh, yeah. Um, so he does that, and then you know Gabriel's about to leave, and, all, and for some reason he has a soft spot for Gregory. I mean, he decides to be a father. I mean, that was that was the only thing I could decide because. And so he goes over there, and he's you know, and Gregory's like, "Why are they shooting at me?" You know, and, blah, blah, blah. and okay, yeah, that's all fine. And like that, and th- like this concrete uh, road barrier is crumbling because oh, of yeah. all this gunfire that's hitting it, right? Um, of course, Gabriel's car is over there running, and there's walkers everywhere, and da 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 da. Not yet. Don't get up. Not yet. And then Gabriel gets up, nonchalantly, oh, yeah. you know, like Greatly blue suede shoes, shuffles over to the car. Um, doesn't see a bullet go by. Open the door, no problem. Gets in, puts his seatbelt on, turns the ninety eight point one old jams, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you starts the car, adjusts the seat. <laughs> you know, he adjusts the seat, yeah. looks at the sunglasses. <laughs> Ooh, aviators! <laughs> yeah, puts his fedora back on and his driving gloves, and just eases out the Price whole time that Gabriel's concrete pillar is just fuck crumbling. Wait, <laughs> yeah. wait for me. <laughs> There's a passenger door, Gabriel. Yeah, hop really. In. I mean, this is when you take the run for it, but Yeah, just hop in. You know. Um, Stukes a hazard, right? Go but so he'll get up and run, with, you know, with the walkers around him. But he wouldn't get up and run and go to you the car. You mean run? You mean... Um, shuffle? It's just like side shuffle around. As, <laughs> he was just, ducking and he's weaving. juking him out. It's like, oh, 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 oh. Barry Sanders of the fatherhood. Just I mean, like... But how great would it be to just kind of like play football with a bunch yeah. of walkers? Like, I mean, you would feel XA, XA, spin move. Yeah. It would be Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl in there. Just blast, 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 blast. All Zig-zag. you got to do is forearm shivers. Yeah. Zigzag. You're just Heisman ah. off their skull. Unlimited stand up. Come on, give it to me. I mean, I mean, if anybody watched Bell and the Steelers this oh past weekend, who just <laughs> that stiff arm, embarrassed <laughs> defender. Speaking of, congratulations on your perfect sports week. Yes, like, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Perfect sports weekend. <laughs> off, hey, to- I mean, off topic, but that never happened. No, like I mean, you had like you had like a seventeen swing right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the pretty, Dolphins are one of those. Like, pretty, pretty legit. Ugh. You mentioned the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. I mean, he's the fan. Like we gotta give him the props when he did it. Four and two team, you're talking about? How's that offensive line coach? How's he doing? Yeah, really. My man likes a little powder. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I couldn't hear you over. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, after Techno Bowl, Gabriel uh, makes his way into one of the things. That's fine. It cuts away and you see uh, Carl um, put two cans of food upside down onto a, a note that says, sorry. And we get the facial shot of the guy who's evidently never left the woods after he was shot at by Rick. No, I mean he's still in the is, brush. This is his hidey hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's clockwork. He's got yeah. a nice clean bathroom. Oh, yeah, okay. 
Um, and then, then it kind of suddenly goes to where Rick and them are by a tree. And I think we're, are we, they're waiting on Gabriel, waiting yeah. on Gabriel, nothing. And so then they just go ahead and decide to attack an outpost. Okay. Well, no, there's like, they all have all this timed out. So it's like, right. Hey, we got about three minutes to wait for Gabriel. And then we have to go. Right. So then this is the same outpost that they already attacked once and took over. If you remember, this satellite. is the satellite place. Yeah, satellite place. Of course, this is in daylight, you know. Cool place, by the way. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, cool super satellite cool place. Out there. It's pretty awesome. Um, and, okay, so just so we're all on the same page, there is a gated entrance. Mm-hmm. They shoot the fellow with a bolt, of an arrow through the head. They go through there. It's a long little drive. And they pan up, and you see the satellite building, okay? The satellite building is these two enormous satellites, and it's one brick structure. Did y'all see that? I think so. Okay. But they but when they when they go up in the car that they waste all their ammo on, it's like a separate building. It's like between it's like an alley between two buildings. Yeah. Didn't quite see that in the shot before where <laughs> nah, bro, there was more than one building. Cropping, bro. Yeah. Cropping. It is a bad angle. Just we'll just crop this right here where you can't <laughs> see anything else. We can shoot this anywhere we like. <laughs> right. We can't blow up this car. Right next to the building. <laughs> okay, so here's my other part of this. Are we sure that Carol and company with Ezekiel is with Daryl and Rick and company? I thought we saw them on the screen together. Okay, so. I think it's just bad continuity. I think it's just bad continuity. I think we have two separate groups mm-hmm. only because source material tells us that there's two separate battles going on here. Yeah, true. That that Ezekiel and company are going after one outpost. Thus, you see the grenade, and they're all on the ground, and those are all kingdom people because they were all wearing the body armor True. and those guns and that kind of stuff. You follow? So, did the grenade hurt anybody? Um. Well, the funny thing is, when the grenade exploded, it wasn't like an explosion; it looked like a dirt bomb. You know, well, <laughs> dust everywhere. Well, that's the thing. Grenades aren't. Right. What people think they are. Exactly. And which I was happy with that, but then it just created this huge dust cloud. And um, and that's where it stops there. But then you never see Rick and Daryl doing what they're doing wherever they are. Mm. And so on. So, you know, I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Like, that's where there's a little bit of confusion. Mm. Um, who's, who's what, where, and so on. And they just kind of left you cut and hanging right Is there. Is this when Rick took the photo? Or did Rick take the photo when they were leaving the Savior's compound? Because he took a photo with a Polaroid. I don't know if y'all okay. caught it or not. I was on Twitter, keeping track of Twitter yeah. when the episode was going on. And everybody was calling Rick a tool bag for taking a photo. I never saw this take a picture show. Yeah, he took a Polaroid photo. It might have been when they were leaving the Savior's compound. It's when they were leaving the Savior's compound. Because okay. it's when Gabriel tells him... Let's go. Yeah. He takes the picture and leaves. I never saw it. I didn't see it either. It I was never weird. saw it. I never saw that. This is I, completely yeah. new to me. What I don't you're know talking how y'all about. missed it. Yeah, I'm so yeah. like, I'm finna go pull my DVR up right now and return. Yeah. I, I never saw it, but Twitter blew up with it, you know, talking about it. And oh, yeah. Cash, the fact you brought it up was the only thing that reminded me that it happened. I mean, he, and he took it like uh, Dwight shot the crossbow, like no no aim or nothing. No, just from the hip. Yeah. Yep. It was a weird thing, and I thought maybe he was doing it just to mail it back to Negan, like when Negan always took the Polaroid after using Lucille, but 
Oh, it was weird. Well, maybe that'll come back later on. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, there's several things in this episode that that make you believe there's a future endpoint yeah. to why you're being presented to it now. And I mean, like they didn't focus on him taking the photo; like it was just kind of panning away, and you see Rick just standing. Boop. I don't know. All I know, all I know is the next thing you got is you got Negan telling, you know, I hope you got your. You know, shit I actually really like this. Like you know, when we saw the promo of it, I, the promo I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah. from this scene because like, it just it was just too on the nose. You know what I mean? Right, like right, right. Yeah, head with beating you to death with it. Um, but this made total sense. Yeah, it really, really did. Because he's not actually talking about like killing about him. To, or yeah, anything. I'm not about to kill you. It's like. Oh no, we're about to be yeah. <laughs> surrounded horrifically. I really hope yeah. you have your brown pants because yeah. I don't want to have to see that. And stuff. this, and that is the exact same reason he says it in the comic book, which this was I was very pleased with, mm-hmm. is that you know he was look instead of looking at, you know, somebody he's captured, he's looking at you know Dwight and saying, "I hope you got your shin bins on." And he goes, "Why?" And you look out and you see the horde yeah. is surrounding them. You know, and, and so, so this was, was like, a cool homage. I was like, man, I really hate that this got wasted in the promo because this is so much better than. And then there was, was a really cool do. aerial shot where you see it go up and you see all the walkers, mm-hmm. and it gives you your first view of the complexity of the Savior Compound. Yeah, you know of how you know how big it is and what all that kind of stuff, which was good. I was happy they showed that. And they're in like a kind of like a, a work uh, trailer, like a, a foreman's trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah. foreman's trailer. 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 You know, yeah. I, I thought that was, like, it was, it was really good. It was a spot on good stuff. I, I enjoyed that. And then it shot itself in the foot or as our good fans, like we say, shit the bed, yeah. you know, as they do in an episode, we went back to old man, Rick, and yep. he goes and sees Michonne who doesn't age. And then his daughter, who's, 27 by now and um, graduated college yeah. <laughs> started Harvard just lost her virginity and, uh, it's pretty awful she's actually pregnant you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, and then she's like you know hey I've got an owl outside <laughs> she's taking the lobster bib oh. <laughs> I'm done oh we've created a new term the lobster <laughs> the bib the lobster bib and then go outside and we have the, uh, the owl festival <laughs> owl festival with the you know 1600 scottish made house in the front yard and some people gardening it okay so where'd this house come from you tell me is a stone hand you know like i'm serious it like it looks like a plantation home yeah i mean like um, it literally looked like it, it scotland transplanted this thing over or I have no idea where this house came from okay well you know me having knowing the comic yeah. book is i know what they're i think okay. i know what they're trying to say here um, again, where if you're not a comic book reader, you're looking at this and scratching your head, slapping yourself on the forehead, or or just whatever. That's what I'm trying to get at. I mean, I I have an idea, yeah, but only because I've read it, <laughs> and like it makes no sense to me as a just a casual fan to be like, hey, let's put this really weird house. Because I mean, he still has all the modern amenities of his home. Oh, you walk outside and you got this, house. you know, yeah. mud and stone structure. That, yeah, I mean, mud and stone, <laughs> but well, I mean, in the case of Daryl, like, uh, yeah. oh, well be. but it looks kind of dilapidated. Yeah, it looks old world. But compared to every other house in the neighborhood, it's like, where the fuck does this thing come from? Right? Did they move Herschel's farm over here? <laughs> <laughs> we want no, his house was nicer. But you know, that's what I'm getting. At. So. There was that, and then you get the final scene where he's taught, you know, he says the whole, you know, mercy prevail mm-hmm. and stuff, and then credits. Really? Well, actually, there's he actually it finishes off with him like wrapping up his speech, 
you know, it goes back to his speech. Again. Oh, and unfortunately, King Ezekiel came back. Okay. I was just about to say, uh, like, was, our biggest hopes and dreams were shot down that he was going to stop this. No, we need him and Rosita to be on the same page. The of, king's the less speech you speak, continues. Yeah. The less you speak, the more dynamic you are as a character. <laughs> You're so great. Then you open your mouth and it's like, oh. It's like talking oh. to that beautiful girl. It's like. Oh, what uh, is that movie? It's like, the only time you need to open your mouth is by putting something in it. <laughs> That's awful. It's awful. Yeah. We need Kurt Russell from Hateful Eight to show up. <laughs> yeah. Just elbow him in the face. Oh, good. <laughs> Do it real simple. <laughs> when I elbow you in the face, that means shut up. <laughs> We're figuring this out. Yeah. We're on the same page now. Um, so that's credits in the show. Episode 100 in the books, you know, kind of left abruptly. Uh,. Again, I, you know, I know we picked a lot of it apart, but I, overall, all I, I it was a lot it. of small details. But I really enjoyed the episode. I really did. Yeah, yeah. no, I, mean, I, I give this episode like a solid seven. Yeah, well, I didn't even give it an eight, eight and a half. I really enjoyed it, and so that didn't bother me at all. Um, the preview for next week. Um, it didn't give us a preview of next week. It gave us a preview Is of like next six, seven episodes. Really. Preview of things uh, to come. It's right. even worse. Um. Next episode's liable to be just a boring slog through whatever. We don't know. I, I well, you know, considering they left us at the outposts, evidently that we were like that. Outpost and Negan situation. Right. I'm going to say, based on what we discussed in our preview cast, which I'm not going to say spoilerly, the next episode is going to have some tough spots in it. Yeah, I think we're going to have a few deaths popping up. I think <laughs> I'm counting on one. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, it was, well, I can tell you this. The pre, the preview did show me one death. Okay. And if you're a comic book reader, if you watched it, it was a quick cut to it. But that one death is going to make you cry. It's going to make you cry a bunch. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean. The, they, uh, the two deaths I'm expecting, one you're going to be like, holy shit. And the other one you're going to be like, you're going to be crying. You're going to be like, oh, Oscar, Rosita, it was, it was a great scene. <laughs> yeah, really. That's even better scene you go. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. So I mean, look, if you didn't listen to our preview cast or nothing like that, you need to listen. Trust me, you'll know what we're talking about and what to be expecting coming up. So yeah, I don't know. Andrew Lincoln said this season is whatever, like action packed and difficult. Was this yeah. quote or whatever? Well, I mean, they've, they've already stated that several people die this season. I mean, Lincoln, like several. Be, yeah, I mean, as sad as it's gonna be. Like I'm excited. I'm gonna be honest with you. Where this show is going, they are gonna have to thin the herd to be able to afford where this show is going. They even introduced us to more of Negan's crew, just so we have people to die on Negan's side. Right. <laughs> Tobin, no. Yeah, really. Let's I take mean, a time out here. Yeah, which, with your death. <laughs> I'm never sure at season to season if Tobin's still alive. We saw him. Oh yeah, he's, he's in, in this it. episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in it. Well, like the chick with the bow and arrow. I'm not sure if I can hit that like that. Goner. Jerry, goner. Oh, Jerry. Tobin, goner. You know, the two guys that were like, I got your back. Well, we just met. They're goners. They're already Black dead. lady that uh, Maggie's always talking to. Yeah. Toast. Goner. Um, and then you're going to have to have at least two of your big characters. Yeah. I'm going Tara's goner. You oh know. Just please. Please, Rosita. <laughs> <laughs> just finally eat, just eat that bullet you've been wanting to eat forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they're, I don't know. We're gonna have to bake you a cake or something the day that I Rosita just, dies. I can't believe they didn't make Rosita the sniper. You know? Yeah, I know that of all the remixes, you know, like in the comic book, 
it's so much better that Andrea's alive in the comic book. I mean, nothing against Michonne and what they got going on in the show, but like the comic book, it just makes so much more sense. Is that why whether, they're trying to make Michonne a sniper? Like Andrea is a a sniper. Yeah. Like she was in the bell tower. They got the crap beat out of her, and they thought she's the one that got thrown over gotcha. and killed like that. Like what happened with Michonne? That was all Andrea in the comic book. No offense like, to that actress, but I couldn't see Andrea's cry face anymore. Yeah, well, that's fair. I mean, but she looked just like the Andrea in the comic book. I mean, like she was a oh, perfect no, casting. Fine. You know, like, whatever. I'm just telling you, like it would make more sense if Andrea was alive. But Michelle's doing a great job, so she is. I mean, it's 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 a cool remix. It's one like one less actor you have to pay for. Yep. I mean, I, I get Combine it. Combine them, why not? You know, but it's going to cause some problems down the road. Big problems. But anyway, that's where comic book and this remix heavily <laughs> and so on. But other than that, I can't really think much else. No, that's it, man. It. That's pretty wrapped up. Pretty well beaten to death. <laughs> <laughs> I call it picked up. Picked but apart. I feel like we've got some really good stuff out of this. Yeah. I, I, mean, think, I think we lobster bibbed it. Lobster bib. <laughs> oh, oh, my probably God. Probably the new. Hashtag lobster bib. Oh, no. no that's definitely going to be <laughs> in the Twitter. It's going to be hashtag lobster bib. Don't worry. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Guys, what about y'all? You know, we always say this at the end, but damn, when we start saying this at the beginning, what the hell do y'all think? I mean, I know we put some out on the social media, but man, like I'm a part of like 18 Walking Dead groups. I just couldn't keep my head straight and putting comments with everybody in there and the live tweet and all that kind of stuff like that. Um, you know, but if you listen to our pod, what did y'all think? You know, were we off base? <laughs> Are we picking it apart too much or whatever? I don't care. Just I mean, tell us what you think, man. Yeah, we're probably we're dying to know too much, but hey, you know that's why you come here. Um, uh, just hit us up with something. <laughs> we're on email. Hard we're on Twitter. Me. We're on Bleed TV. It's Bleed TV Podcast at Gmail dot com. We're on Twitter at Bleed TV Podcast. Facebook. We have a YouTube. Facebook page. Um, you know, we're on YouTube. Anywhere you want to leave a comment or chat with us or whatever. We're, we're wide open, you know, and if you're enjoying it, great. You got a second, give us a positive review, go for it. We really appreciate it. It helps us out and hope to continue to deliver free content going all the way through, you know, so that's who we are. So, but other than that, guys, I think we're going to call it a night. We're looking forward to next week. Uh, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Later. Later.